Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What's up, everybody? Welcome on into Thursday. Great to have you with us. This is the NBA Strategy Show. And on the heels of not only James Harden eat the chalk night, the Celtics embarrassingly losing in Cleveland on St. Patrick's Day of all days, we are going to look ahead and see what is in store for us tonight with a half dozen games on the docket. Somewhere in there, those words made sense. Josh Engelman, I'm Adam Kaufman. How are you, buddy? I'm pretty good. Uh, last night didn't go well for me, but I don't, that's fine. Most nights don't at this point. Uh, What's not second, going I, well for you finishing like fourth in a giant tournament? Oh, uh, no, that would be very well. Uh, just <laughs> losing, losing money, which is a, a generally speaking, a, a regular occurrence as a 150 maxer, which isn't fun, but it is what it is. We're onto a six gamer today. That's kind of unique. We've got a lot of weird injury stuff hanging in the balance We've got a Utah team without Mike Conley getting to take on the fastest team in the league in Washington, which should be a pretty interesting spot. I'm just happy that it's only six games because 10 yesterday, 10 coming up tomorrow. This is the meat in a carbohydrate loaded bread sandwich that I'm not really looking forward to. Yeah, that's that's just too much to process, if you will, on those days that you got to deal with. You see? You see what we did there? If well you missed the process with Josh, by the way, check that out. It was available early. I mean, way too early if we're being honest with ourselves every single day. But the good news is if you're someone like me, you can uh, you can roll out of bed. That show is already done and you can just you can live it on YouTube in, uh, you know, at, at, at your convenience. You don't have to, you know, methodically stare at the screen as Josh does just that and prepares you for all the information that you're going to learn over the course of the day. You could do it after the fact, which is is actually kind of nice. You can jump around a little bit. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a great spot. It's a great show to watch, guys. 630 in the morning. What else would you want to do other than hang out with me? Sleep. That's true. I would I would I would also rather sleep. Trust me. (laughs) How did you do yesterday? Like I I know you said you didn't do well, but what is not doing well for you and and not obviously money wise, but score wise? How'd your lineups do? Like maybe your your top lineups? Uh, top lineup yesterday on FanDuel. I think my top two got over the the four hundred mark, which was largely meaningless um 
down like 30, 40%, something like that. Okay, three lineups crest 400, but 453 shipped the tournament. You needed 440 to get into the top 10. So I wasn't even remotely close. Mm. And that's including lineups that had like Luca and Harden in it together. It was mm. just 10 game slates where a lot of people go for north of 50. Um, yeah. You have to have it all correct. It's really hard. Well, we will dive into tonight, obviously, and just, you know, taking a sort of a bird's eye view of the thing. Obviously, you have LeBron James at the top of the heap, and he is projected for certainly north of 50 points. I mean, that should go without saying, but he's 5x value from our own Alex Baker. So you can check out some of those projections. After that, I mean, yes, you have Damian Lillard and Russell Westbrook, and and then kind of next tier, Julius Randle, Nikola Vucevic. You've got uh, Carl Anthony Towns, Trey Young, guys like that. But I mean, is it a LeBron night when you're looking at that group? It's not not a LeBron night. Uh, I think Donovan Mitchell is sort of the best play across both sites today. Zion standing out a lot to me. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul is going to be picking up a bunch of ownership. I think Beal and Russ both look pretty good on DK. I, I like LeBron. Um, I'm not like overly enamored with him at this point. I'm a little nervous that his ownership is higher than I would really like it to be, but the same point, it is LeBron James. But 10-7 for LeBron as on FanDuel, or sorry, on DraftKings, rather. Dame is more expensive than him. That's kind of a tough sell now with CJ back. But I think Russ is a better play than him, $500 cheaper. I think Julius Randle might be a better play with, than him, $700 cheaper. But we'll get into all of that. Uh, liked all the birthday wishes there in the chat along on YouTube. Thank you. Appreciate that. Not actually my birthday, but you know that by now, just a little gimmick that somehow has created itself here. Hit the like button if you're watching along on YouTube. And of course, hit the subscribe button so that you can be notified every time new programming comes your way here on the Osmo YouTube channel where you can find all of our content. Yes, there's the Osmo Podcast Network, and I'll tell you a bit about that a little later on as well. But hit that like, hit the subscribe button so you can get those notifications whenever one of our great many shows goes live. And there are several of them, a whole bunch coming at you as the day rolls along about all sports later on today as well. So you want to be in the loop. You want to be aware. Joshua says, uh, smash that like button, boys, and then adds, Adam, how many DVDs did you get for your birthday today? You know, nothing coming in the mail right now. N- nothing nothing due at the moment. But, you know, Josh, that's that really is going to be my downfall. Not that I'm out there regularly buying DVDs. I've wisened up some to the streaming era and that, hey, you don't need to do that anymore if you ever really need needed to in the first place. But I, I do occasionally still get, like, one of it. It seems like, us. Oh, this is just something I feel like I want to own that I'm not always going to see on, on a streaming service when I maybe want to watch it. And it's not too much money. And I, even then, even when I'm justifying it, it feels like a bad idea. Yeah. I'd, let's see. What did I get for my birthday this year? <laughs> sneakers. I got sneakers. It wasn't that so, long ago. No, I got sneakers. And I was pretty happy about that. No DVDs. Sneakers are a really personal, intimate purchase. Did you at least tell your wife or, or whomever it was what you wanted? Or how did that it, work itself out? It was my wife. She has free reign to buy me whatever she wants. Wow. I trust her. She That's nailed it too. Before. So um, no, I'm not upset at all. She, she knocked it out of the park. She always does. All right. I'm glad to hear. Not, I mean, she's not watching anyway. So if, if there's no. anything you need to get off your chest, you can. You know, no, she's not watching. You. She's not watching. And I don't a blame her. Osmotherapy session for you. Nah, uh, she did a fantastic job. I couldn't complain at all. Let's dive into the slate here. We've got a lot to cover, obviously, before we're out of here at 11 a.m. Eastern time or thereabouts. First game, Utah-Washington. Let's start on the jazz side of things. 
You already mentioned Donovan Mitchell. You like him as the uh, really best plays things stand right now across both sites, DraftKings and FanDuel. After him, though, it's it's not like he's alone. Rudy Gobert's in a good spot. Jordan Clarkson and Joe Ingles arguably in great spots tonight, especially on DraftKings, where they are both projected at nearly 6x value. How do you feel about this group even outside of Mitchell? Yeah, it's really difficult to not get all of the Utah today. Uh, Washington plays at the fastest pace. Utah gains like five possessions over their average just by being in this spot against them. That's like playing an extra two minutes of game time. So Mitchell is coming out as my top option, but I don't want to be stingy with this. I think Joe Ingles for 4,400 is fantastic. I think Royce O'Neal, 4,400 on FanDuel. 5,100 on DraftKings is a little high, but 4,400 on FanDuel, really nice value option in this spot. You could certainly get to Jordan Clarkson. He's going to get some ownership, probably fully warranted. Gobert, like I want all of the guys that play. So Mitchell, Gobert, Ingles, Clarkson, Bogdanovich, and O'Neal. The guys that are going to play like 29 minutes or more, I think they all look great. They should be like 15 to 20% of your lineups at the minimum. But Mitchell and Gobert, well, Mitchell at the top, Gobert and Ingles in the next tier. Priorities on both sides. So obviously you say, you know, get all the Utah, but, and and knowing full well, I mean, I, I say it more than anything else that I say on this show. And no, it's not smash that like button much as I'd like you to do it. It's that as we talk right now, things are going to change. Stars are going to get ruled out. Value is going to emerge. A, a lot is going to happen as it always does every single day in the NBA over the course of the next, what, nine hours. So a lot, a lot can alter, you know, any dummy lineups that you're loading in or optimal lineups that you're building right now. But when you say get all the Utah, I mean, are you really thinking game stack? Like, would you like to roster all four of those guys in a lineup that, that we mentioned or, or three of them and then obviously build around that? I mean, three, I think, is pretty easy. I wouldn't have any problem having, like, Mitchell, Ingles, Clarkson, or O'Neal, depending on which site we're talking about. Even mm. bringing it back with a Beal or a Westbrook. Even, I think, Rui looks really good. 5K on FanDuel, 5,600 on DraftKings. Alex Lenz pretty cheap on the other side. And, again, it's a six-game slate with a 230-something total, second highest on the slate. I will happily get to a lot of this game because I think it fits really well. Uh, YGG says Kaufman is the best poker face in the world. Don't confuse that with dead eyes. Really? <laughs> that's, that's a big, big difference. Just a, just an empty slate right here. Uh, Washington. Let's go to the other side. As we know, Russell Westbrook, Bradley Beal, and then it's everybody else. Sometimes there's value. Sometimes there's not, you know, really it's not necessarily those guys that are in the best spot in terms of returning value though, on their salaries tonight, you could look down to an Alex Len. I mean, what do you think of him? I like Len a little bit on DraftKings at 3,400, uh, a little bit less so on FanDuel at 3,500. I just don't think it's going to be totally necessary. Uh, Beal and Westbrook are the stars here. Uh, I prefer Russ to Beal actually on FanDuel. I prefer Beal to Russ on DraftKings. And then uh, I think Rui just, he's been playing a ton of minutes as of late. I've got him projected at 0.79 fantasy points per minute. Um, I think that rate looks pretty good. He's not really picking up any ownership. So that would be another spot I would go. Don't really have too much interest in the rest of Washington, though. Hit that like button, folks. We appreciate you. And again, uh, hit the subscribe button on the YouTube page as well. It is uh, much appreciated, obviously. Steven says, damn brave cough coming in wearing the green today. Just painful. Celtics were just an absolute embarrassment last night. I mean, talk about a lack of heart. You're in Cleveland, for God's sake. Back to back. Second night, no Kemba Walker. Who cares? You beat the Cavaliers. 
They suck. Anyway, for a moment, let's tell you about our uh, sponsor here on this show, No House Advantage, who absolutely doesn't suck. They're wonderful, and they are taking a different spin on daily fantasy sports by offering player prop contests across, of course, the NBA, MLB, NFL, PGA, all for cash prizes, folks. This exclusively peer-to-peer fantasy sports platform it levels the playing field, makes it easier for you to win real cash as compared with your traditional DFS sites. Now, the best part, you can join for free today, folks. Join for free today. Download the No House Advantage app and use the promo code AWESOMO to receive a match deposit bonus up to $20. Eligible for all users. Beat your friends, not the house, and win big with player props today. Now, as mentioned, we are going to cover a handful of games here overall, half dozen in total, and we are going to move along to Oklahoma City and Atlanta. Now, this is an interesting game as well. I mean, it's interesting anytime the Thunder are involved, as far as I'm concerned, because even you just never know who's going to play for this team. Like, you're going to get to 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, whenever the game starts on a given night and, and, you know, SGA is going to be ruled out, Horford's going to be ruled out, you know, they're going to, you know, trade a guy randomly. Could be anything going on. So as far as this one tonight, though, Josh, if we're to get excited, Moses Brown. I mean, Moses Brown has been parting defenders like the Red Sea. He is at 7x value plus on DraftKings. Dude is projected at the center spot for north of 30 points by our own Osimo. He is seven and a half almost projection on, uh, on, on the value. Now, you can make a case for SGA, Horford, Dort. You know, who doesn't love Dort right now? Um, but it's really like it's Brown is the guy you got to get in there. Probably. So Darius is not convinced. Oh no, I'm convinced he was the number one contender on DraftKings, but we kind of need to dig into it a little bit further. Like ownership isn't there right now. So it, it, we kind of have to have like the holistic conversation about Oklahoma city. So we know that there's no Baisley. Tail Maladon is questionable. Lou Dort is questionable. I think both of those things are important. I assume Maladon plays, not entirely sure on Dort, but just knowing if there's bodies available is important. Al Horford is back, though, and that puts Moses Brown's minutes into flux at least a little bit. Uh, I think it was three games ago. They both played like 27 minutes or so, so no issue playing them alongside each other. That all works fine. I'm just very interested to see what this starting lineup will be. I think that they should be playing Moses Brown more. I'm not entirely sure that that just happens. I don't think that it's outside the realm of possibility that Al Horford starts at the four, plays 28 minutes. Moses Brown plays 20 minutes and is a fully functional value play. I also think it's possible that Moses Brown is just starts, plays 28 minutes, and he is their center of the rest of this season, and they're just mixing and matching elsewhere. I think that is the more likely scenario. I'm not all that confident, but we are going to get this information as we get further down the line, particularly like if Dort ends up out, that just pushes everybody down a little bit, makes the minutes way easier to find for Moses Brown. But if they happen to all be in, I mean, that's another 30 minutes that we have to account for. I projected Moses Brown for 24 minutes. I think that Alex might have him a minute or two higher. Is that the case? I can get to it quickly. Sure. Uh, Take your time. We're here for an hour. That's true. Uh, Okay, so Alex has Moses Brown at 26 minutes. That is where I would flip him probably if he were starting. So I am being a little bit more pessimistic. However, even at 24 minutes, 
Moses Brown shows up in the optimal lineup on DraftKings 36% of the time, shows up in the optimal on FanDuel 23% of the time. He is quite clearly my favorite play from Oklahoma City on both sites at 24 minutes. If that goes higher, jam him in even more. If that comes down to like a 20-minute projection, if something goes a little bit different, he is still a valuable or a value play for today's slate, just not as good. But at 24 minutes, slightly below Alex, I still love him. At 26 minutes, to the moon. Let's go to the Atlanta side here. And, yeah, I mean, nobody necessarily jumps out. Uh, and and poor poor Nathan Knight. You know, Nathan Knight nights are over with Clint Capella projected <laughs> to be in there and almost 5X value and projected for almost 40 points by Alex, looking at DraftKings here in particular. So back to obscurity for Nathan Knight if that, in fact, uh, ends up being the case. So he was a good guy, good fire emoji to get into your lineup there for a couple of days uh you know Trey Young is always at the top of the heap as we know and Capella John Collins Danilo Gallinari uh you know some of these guys they've had really good games of late but this not necessarily with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Really the best matchup? No, not really. Um, I, we, okay, so if Clint Capella is out again, he's questionable. We have no idea. John Collins will become a guy that you want to get to pretty aggressively. They have raised his price on FanDuel. He was price broken. Uh, the last time out, I ended up with 97% of John Collins. Oh, you know, yeah. Well, you know, he was just, he's really a lot better at center from an offensive perspective. Uh, the rebounding rate just goes up a ton. Um, anyway, so Trey Young is 8,800 on Fandle. He's $1,100 more expensive on DraftKings. That is a big difference. On FanDuel, he's going to be one of the most popular plays on the day, as it shows 30 plus percent ownership right now. I fully agree with it. He looks fantastic. I don't really have much interest in anything else from Atlanta outside of Trey Young if Clint Capella and Anyeka Okongu are in. Well, let's just say Clint Capella. It doesn't really matter about Okongu's status there. On the DraftKings side, Trey Young significantly muted at 9,900. I prefer paying up to a couple different guys. Um, 225 total is fine here. Hawks are solid favorites. Clint Capella getting a little bit of ownership love. That's not really something I'm ultra interested in, although I do think he looks okay. Um, after that, it's like, do I want to pay 7200 for John Collins if Capella is in? No. Do I want $6,100 Daniel Gallinari? No. So it's really just Trey Young on FanDuel, and we're taking a wait-and-see approach to see what Capella's health is going to be. If you are not able to watch your favorite uh, Osmo shows on YouTube, almost all of our Osmo YouTube shows are available through the Osmo Podcast Network. And, of course, I will remind you, they do exist forever or a long, long time, if not forever, on YouTube. So you can go back, relive, such as the process earlier today. But there is also the Osmo Podcast Network. We've got a podcast for every sport. We are available on every major platform. So head on over to Osmo.com slash podcast. Check out the very latest. Leave us a five-star rating, rating, a review. Combining those two words, you get rating, rating and review. And uh, one of our podcasts with 
with your Twitter handle or email address, you will be eligible to win a free week of Osmo Plus Platinum. One winner will be awarded every single Friday, and reviews will be eligible to win for uh, up to one year as well. So good luck. We're rooting for you. We also, we're, we're constantly rooting for our producer, Jordan. Jordan, are, are you able to turn on your mic, by the way? Is that, is that a thing? Do you ever turn on your mic? I just want, are, are we boring you? I see you in the chat. You're just talking about Starbucks. You know, it's, it's, you're trying to, trying to energize the chat and the show. And then yourself on the yeah. right there for Jordan. Jordan's on a different coast than us too. So poor guy, very early. Not even on a coast right now. He's in his own world. The mid light of all times when Jordan's around. It's the light of our eyes. Lake right, Huron or something uh, stupid. Let's go to Orlando and New York. Vucevic talked about him earlier. High priced, uh, projected for almost 50 points. A guy that, as we know, he, I mean, he could drop 60 any given night. I don't know if tonight's the night for him. Evan Fournier, Michael Carter Williams, uh, Aaron Gordon projected in. We'll see. You know, these guys, it's, it's just not it's I don't think it's an Orlando night it's not a great spot here going against the Knicks and and let's not discount the Knicks who all of a sudden don't totally stink this game is almost impossible to talk about right now at least from an Orlando side um Evan Fournier Aaron Gordon and Terrence Ross are all questionable so shrug emoji there um, if all those guys are in, you're probably not playing anyone from Orlando. Depending on who's out, you may be able to squeeze out a little bit of value. I don't even think it's close here. Orlando is quite clearly the worst team on this slate from a DFS perspective. Vooch is sort of always available. We kind of have that conversation a lot. After that, I'm not entirely sure I want to get to anything from the Orlando Magic. I have. It, it's all going to depend on who is available and who is healthy today. The 208 total is, or whatever we actually have it at right now, somewhere in that neighborhood, is significantly the lowest total on the slate by like 15 points, maybe more. It's a bad, bad, bad defense or uh, DFS matchup. The Knicks are the slowest team in the league by a lot. Orlando's not exactly fast either. I am basically Xing out Orlando right now until we get any updated news. Like if Ross and Aaron Gordon and uh, Evan Fournier are all still out, then some of these guys are just going to look better by attrition. Right now, assuming they are in, or assuming even at least two of the three are in, I can pretty much draw a line straight through this team. If you like $4,700 Michael Carter-Williams on FanDuel, I won't talk you out of it, but uh, just know that there's nothing exciting here. Uh, Joe paying up in the super chat to say happy birthday, Adam. Joe, thank you so much. Appreciate that. If you've seen me just sitting here smirking while Josh was talking on the other side of the screen, uh, it's, it had nothing to do with Josh. It's just that that little reminder, that little subtle reminder that Jordan has all the power because he just gets up, walks away from his computer, normally would go to the one shot of Josh talking and, and really fixate on him. But instead, he's like, you know what? Fine. <laughs> you want to be a dink? Tell me to turn my mic on. I was going to leave you sitting here and just staring blindly at, uh, at Josh talking and everyone can see your mug. How many coffees did you buy, Jordan? Do you buy two of them to pour them in one mug? Oh my God. You're I, 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 I wish you guys could see what this guy is up to. It's like got a whole, these ground. Can I just buy you coffee a coffee beans. pot? He's got a whole assembly line sitting there in his room right now. It is unbelievable. He may okay. never sleep again. 
I just watched him pour one full Starbucks coffee into a Yeti and then pull another full Starbucks <laughs> coffee from somewhere and pour that coffee also into that Yeti. You got to keep them warm, man. Dude, it's 10.30 a.m. How much coffee have you already had? Do you think, is there a three is there a or zero where you think he just crashes? Like just, it, like goes full narcolepsy and just falls apart at the seams? Right in the middle of whatever he's doing? Maybe. Animal. It's unbelievable. Something to behold here. All right, let's go to the Knicks, other side of that game. Julius Randle, decent spot. Not as good, you could argue, as Emmanuel quickly, and certainly he is uh, much cheaper, a little more than half the price. You could go down even further. Alec uh, Burks, you could uh, skip right over. R.J. Barrett, probably, uh, although he is in a better spot than Randle if you're talking about some of those top options. But is this a quickly uh, game for you? If he plays, uh, so he's questionable with like an ankle thing. Uh, we'll figure that out. I mean, I love him already if he's in. I gave him 30 minutes. I think that number can be higher. 26% optimal odds on FanDuel. That's significantly higher than his ownership right now. He's not picking up much ownership at all on DraftKings, just 7%. I think that is low as well. 6,300 is a pretty big price tag for quickly, but I don't truly mind it. I think the actual best guy here. Julius Randle is 9,200 on FanDuel. I have him projected for 1.23 fantasy points per minute. That is not all that far away from his 1.26 rate that he's had over the uh, past 30 days. And just at 9,200, given the way that the rest of the power forward position looks on FanDuel, I really like paying up because there's not really much else that I want. If John Collins happens to be the starting center, like if Capella is out, it'll be a three-horse race. But Zion and Julius Randle, are like seven fantasy points clear relative to salary of everybody else at this slate on power forward. So I'm expecting to have, you know, 40, 50, 60% of Randall, similar story for Zion Williamson and just kind of scatter shotting the rest of his power forward spot. RJ Barrett's also been picking up a ton of minutes as of late. I got him up to 35. Now he is pretty chalky on Fandle, but I think is relatively warranted. I actually like him a little bit more on DraftKings, just relative to public ownership. And then the final guy that I need to touch on is $4,900 Alec Burks. I don't think he's mm-hmm. as necessary on FanDuel, but I think his positionality and his price tag on DraftKings works pretty well. So that's a pretty good four-man core on DK of Randall, Quickly, Barrett, and Burks in a matchup that is truly dreadful from a fantasy perspective. Yeah, I mean, the 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 points certainly for uh, for this night, I'm just looking at, at uh, that's that's the worst. In terms of the projection, it's it's two oh six and a half Orlando and New York. The on the high side, obviously you got games like Utah, Washington, like we talked about, and New Orleans, Portland, which we'll get to. But Orlando and New York just sitting there. It's it's ugly at the moment. Uh, While you're thinking about that and all the news and where you're going to find it and all that good stuff, a reminder to stay up to date with the uh, latest NBA DFS news with our Osmo NBA Twitter handle. That is at Osmo NBA. Our guy news God, who of course is here with us in the chat as he always is. I don't know what else he does uh, before things, you know, we approach lock and and news breaking throughout the day just lives, lives with us here in the chat, which is great to see. I love it. He's, he's pseudo moderator. At least I'm going to believe that because he has the wrench or maybe he's just out there to antagonize guys. Point is he is here and that uh, avail, you know, ability is availability, the greatest ability, whatever the stupid expression news. God is going to be (laughs) delivering the latest on injuries, starting lineups and minutes limits and more daily before lock to give you uh, all the knowledge that you need. So go to on Twitter, 
at Osimo NBA. Give it a follow and check out News God's Twitter handle as well, uh, where the information is coming fast and furious. It says at News God, N E W Z G O D underscore D F S. Be sure to also catch our guy, Adam, our guy, Ship My Money. Uh, you've got. Uh, uh, the deep dive article, which is free this season, must read if you are playing NBA yeah. DFS tonight. Uh, I, I was chuckling here because uh, scrolling back in the chat, El Negro Loco, that is news God, says, uh, LOL, Beardless Adam, someone just asked me if your background is fake, LMAO. Uh, it, it couldn't be a nicer background for starters. I mean, it's something that the ESPN anchors of the world aspire to. But I'm going to show you, look. It's, it does It does kind of look, look like a fifth real. grader's all, all sorts of movies. Picture. This is real. Now I'm going to mess it up and drop everything everywhere. What were you saying? It looks like the background of like a fifth grader's yearbook photo. Yeah, it does. My, I mean, see, I, I went out and got this because it was, it was much cheaper, if you can believe it, believe it, than actually recreating like the shooting stars and stuff that they have yeah, behind lasers. you. Lasers. Yearbook photos, photos. Yeah. I don't want to have to go out and get a laser machine and all that. This was, this was way easier. We are going to, at the end of the show, it's it's rapidly become my favorite part of the Thursday show, the DVD yeah. pull off the wall so that, uh, you know, Josh at random will look behind me or, or somewhere along the wall, pick a movie. We will show you just how real it is uh, because we will dissect cinema for, uh, for a full half hour. <laughs> Probably stay with you till 1130. It'll be great. I'm a huge fan of it, so I can't wait. We're in, baby. We're in. Let's see. Anything else uh, going on in the chat of note? I don't know. I'll catch up on that while Josh is providing you actual information while I guide the ship. Let's go to the next one here. And Let's we've got uh, Minnesota and Phoenix. So Carl Anthony Towns, not the best spot, not a bad spot, but not the best spot. Anthony Edwards, you could say the same thing. Ricky Rubio and uh, Nas Reed, if you're to pay down even more so, not far above the minimum either. These two guys, really good spots. How do you feel about the value on the Minnesota side? Oh God, I hate this stupid Minnesota team. So right, moving a, on, let's go to Phoenix. Well, no, it's just they're <laughs> they're like impossible to nail down. It's an awful spot against Phoenix. Like Phoenix is really, really good. They're ten point dogs. They're the biggest dogs on the slate, or at least they were when I uh, entered all the lines into my sheet. Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards play big minutes, and if you get to either one of those guys, I think that's reasonable on a six-game slate, but no one really popped. Anthony Edwards did at least a little bit on DraftKings at 7,100. I assume that's a positionality thing. Those are really the only two guys that are getting any ownership on DK. Uh, Rubio is getting a little bit of love at 5,400 on FanDuel, and I think that that is warranted, but after that, I mean, like... Jalen Noel, I guess, plays like 26 minutes and is uninteresting. 0.92 fantasy points per minute over the last 30 days. Jaden McDaniel stinks. He plays 22 minutes. Who knows what happens? Jared Vanderbilt doesn't play enough minutes, but he played well, like he could. McDaniels, Vanderbilt, Lehman, Okoji, Wancho Hearn, and Gomez. I mean, these guys all play like randomly between 16 and 24 minutes. One of them will probably look okay. I would rather just ignore most of this team. So Towns, Edwards, and Rubio, really, to me, the only three guys you want to roster with any sort of regularity. And I would rank them oh, Edwards, Rubio, Towns on DraftKings, Rubio, Edwards, Towns on FanDuel. All right. Hopefully everybody is uh, paying attention to making a list, knowing full well, again, things can change over the course of the day today. But these are important notes because sometimes the value is just the value and it doesn't. 
you know, change, even if it emerges elsewhere, stuff that uh, Josh is highlighting right now, you may still want to consider obviously locking in. Let's go to uh, Phoenix and obviously the other side of this game, the home team. And you got Chris Paul, who uh, I think has been a, a little inconsistent maybe since the all-star break, but generally speaking is, uh, you know, we still wouldn't know what Chris Paul can do and projected for five X value. Uh, probably skip over Devin Booker, watch him go out and drop 60. But I'm saying right now, probably skip over him. You can look at DeAndre Ayton. Obviously, Bridges is in a really good spot as well. And then from there, it, it, it sort of filters down. So Paul, Ayton, Bridges, and if you disagree on Booker, you know, sort of the upper echelon there for Phoenix. What's your view? Uh, so it's it's very uh, site dependent today. Chris Paul and Devin Booker, exact same fantasy points per minute over the past 30 days. 1.21 on the dot, which is kind of crazy to think about. So Chris Paul is 6,900 on FanDuel, but 7,700 on DraftKings. I think Chris Paul is the basically like the best chalk play on the slate today, at least from a cash game perspective on FanDuel, showed up in the optimal 37% of the time, projected for 41. At that price tag against Minnesota, he's probably one of the first guys you're putting into a cash lineup. Uh, I do like Devin Booker, but I think he's properly owned. He's about 20% owned. I think that's what you should have. No more, no less. Just a guy that you want to be with the field on. I think Mikel Bridges for 4,900 on FanDuel makes for an okay value option, but he's picking up 17% ownership. I agree with it. Another guy you should just have about 20% of. That's when things start getting a little bit weird. If you want to get to DeAndre Ayton at 6,200 on DraftKings, I think that's viable. 1.17. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Fantasy points per minute over the past 30 days. And then we need to get into the weird stuff. Jay Crowder and Dario Saric are projected for 18 and 16% ownership on FanDuel, respectively. Uh, they're both 3,800. And to me, they're both over-owned. That is not a spot where I'm trying to grab any value. I don't want, like, the backup-type dudes. I have Crowder in for 26 minutes. That's fine. I understand that he is a value. He's not a priority value to me. Same story for Dario Saric. So watch yourselves on FanDuel. Don't be afraid to have Paul Booker and Bridges, but... That Crowder Saric stuff, I'm not sure that I'm there right now. Reminder, everyone, you can subscribe to the Osmo YouTube page, as we always tell you to, so you can keep up with all of our shows, DFS offers, giveaways, so much more. Once you subscribe, hit the notification button so you can be alerted whenever shows like this one do go live or over the course of the day. There are many more shows coming up a little bit later on that we'll tell you about. We will get to our final couple games that we have, and we'll look at Odd Shopper and all that good stuff here in the last half hour that we're with you. Uh, Josh, not this Josh, but Josh in the chat, Joshua Atwood says, what is the most embarrassing DVD to own in that collection behind you, Adam? Uh, to, to which I respond this way. I mean, I own them all, right? So clearly I'm not embarrassed by any of them. Like there's no, right. there's, there's no, there's no guilty pleasure. Like I'm really not a guilty pleasure guy. Like there, there are plenty of things that other people might think I should be embarrassed by, but I'm not embarrassed by them or do I find them guilty pleasures because I just, they're, I like them. They're my thing. Like I'll, I'll shout out boy band music all the time. That being said, Josh, there is, 
there's one thing that immediately came to mind behind me that I'll show you. Who's that? That's Lance Bass. Nice. I mean, of all the, of all the boy band bobbleheads to own, how does one wind up with Lance Bass, and why is it so readily available? It sits right on my desk in front of me, which obviously is going to open me up to some criticism or so in the uh, chat. But uh, a friend of mine saw this at like a flea market and just bought it, brought it home and like set it on my front porch a while back. And so I've just had it ever since. I actually, so we're going to be doing a little bit of a remodel uh, uh, downstairs. And I asked, we we have some built-in shelves and I wanted to, uh, I I started looking up how much it would cost to get the full five bobblehead set. Perfect. um, Sounds like a eBay purchase. Absolutely. I wanted to put them all on one shelf because I thought it would be awesome. I was uh, told that I can't do that and I need to keep it in my office. But these are, these were made by Best Buy, actually. It's a 2001 collectible from Best Buy. I don't know if that's going to be straight or not. I can see that. But you can pick up, uh, they're they're pretty like heavy and sturdy. It's actually a really good bobblehead in comparison to some that I've had. Ah, You you can't see it. So uh, you can buy. You can't get that we're able to find all five. You can buy all five of them in a bo- in their boxes for like 30 bucks. <laughs> no brainer. What are you kidding me? I would have spent $30 easily on each, each one of them. And each. I can't even tell you how much I would have spent on the Timberlake one. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that is a complete and utter. Yeah, you can have a five some like, a, what do we got here? Over over some shoulder of mine. There, there we go. Like You got the Celtics ones, this group of five right behind. I don't know if you can tell. You probably can't from here. But next to those Celtics that I'm pointing at right here, next to the Celtics yeah. five on on that shelf, you see that yellow box you behind the Griffey rookie. Make out the outline, like behind the Griffey rookie. Yeah, you know what that yellow box is? That is an uh, I don't know why I have it. I couldn't even remember where I got it or anything like that. But that is an unopened. It's like a showpiece at this point. That is an unopened box of of wax packs mm-hmm. of new kids on the block trading cards. <laughs> From like, I, whenever they had a cartoon in in the early '90s or something like that. You should uh, look into the value of that bad boy. Um, There's no chance that's worth anything substantial. You don't think? I don't. You don't think? And can it, you get like a graded uh, <laughs> Donnie Wahlberg rookie card? <laughs> As he's like chasing after a ghost on the show or something like that. Yeah, oh my god! I mean. When they kind of came back, like I've got some Joey McIntyre and some Jordan Knight uh, songs in my Hall of Fame playlist don't, on Spotify. Don't, don't kind of came back. They, I mean, they're back. You kidding me? They're. I mean, they're they're still performing at least non-pandemic times. Joey McIntyre, I love you. Came too late, man. That was my jam. That was that was yeah. a good breakup song. And like uh, sure. whenever a girl would break up with me in sophomore year of high school, or whenever that song actually came out. What was the other one? It was. It was I Love You Came Too Late and then Stay or something like that. It was on that same album. I can just uh, remember the, the, the first lyrics to that song were, uh, you know, the, the blue were so blue. That's what her eyes are. That's yeah. what I am today. <laughs> Thank you. So good, dude. I'd, I'd sing so if good. I could. But, but listen, to go back to the DVD thing, just to stay, wrap up. Stay the same. I, I don't even want to try to sing Stay the Same because yeah. he hits a note that, like, I cannot provide. Oh, the, the highest of high right there. Uh, he and, and he was on an episode of Psych that I watched recently as well. You want to really throw it back, USA days. Let me answer the DVD question. So this is sure. not, this, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not embarrassed by this per se. One, because it's not mine. It's my wife's. 
but but if no truly i if if it were mine i'd happily tell you i just i didn't watch the show i'm sure it's good i didn't watch it but it's it's what i am embarrassed by if anything is is the presentation which is this she has the complete set of uh of sex in the city dvds okay but it came in this freaking book of like like this mammoth you know like like with all this like all all this knowledge that oh one must God. have like you can't just it, it can't just be like a regular box set it's like this this giant casing for it oh I, my god yeah like if if i were to identify anything in this and and the reason i don't like it is because you can't even find a shelf to put on it it just needs to like sit beside it and exist i know nothing about sex in the city other than i'm samantha that's all the only thing that i could do is uh uh jason siegel and i assume that's um we're getting sarah marshall got it oh okay yeah yeah I'm which is a great Randall. movie that is on the shelf behind me fantastic movie yeah yeah shame those gals had a falling out mm, it is it really is yeah i don't i don't think the uh the reboot when it comes to hbo is going to have all of them i mean whoever the the one of them's gone the one that was in police academy and mannequin my immediate answer was going to be the guy that makes all the noises in police academy but <laughs> michael winslow yeah <laughs> all right people might want to talk about nba i'm only assuming so let's keep probably that and we can go back to dvds because what the heck why not we'll it's early there. on a thursday uh nolens in portland let's start with uh new orleans zion of course led got brandon ingram as well these guys decent spots you can make a case for ball for adams for hard for you know, it's really, I mean, the, is Jackson Hayes in the best spot, at least in terms of just considering, you know, return on value? No. All right. Well, moving on. I hope not, at least. Uh, I would prefer to I'll, not well, ever I'll tell have... you this. I just pulled up this team, what Alex has for projections. At least value-wise, you know, points per dollar, he is in the best spot at, at 5.02. Yeah, so Jackson Hayes is 3,200 on DraftKings. I can see where that's coming from. I don't think that's going to be value that you're going to need to actualize today. Uh, He showed up in the optimal lineup for me about 2% of the time. Even if you want to bump that up, like if you say I'm like half wrong, make it 4%. Not all that interesting. The real prizes here to me are one, Zion Williamson for 8,400 on FanDuel, 8,900 on DK. Love, love, love him on FanDuel. One of my favorite plays, if not my favorite play. Two would be Brandon Ingram. Similar story. FanDuel 7,800. DraftKings 8,100. He is picking up a little bit more ownership than I totally agree with, though. He's at 30% already on FanDuel. I would probably be a little bit lower than that. But again, as I mentioned before, Zion and Julius Randle, if this slate locked right now, I would probably have like 60% of those guys each um, just mixing and matching as much as I could after that, like Lonzo saw a minutes bump in the last games. He's 6,700 on FanDuel, 6,900 on DraftKings. That price is nice. He's like a 10 to 15 percenter. Josh Hart is a guy that plays today that you can have in like 5 to 10 percent of your lineups. Eric Bledsoe has been full on garbage as of late, but he plays 30 minutes a game. So you can't ignore him on a six game slate. This is actually a fantastic DFS game, 240 total. Uh, you want to try to get pieces of it. The problem is I don't think that the Pelicans have that many that look good. And in a weird way, neither do the, the Blazers. It's, it's a really weird spot for a game with a monster total. 
Let's look at the uh, the other side then before we get back to some of the hijinks that are in the chat. We'll go to Portland. Damian Lillard, I mean, Dame's Dame, right? He just 80 plus the other night. He was absurd. That being said, do you like him tonight for what his salary is? And uh, or are you more inclined maybe to pay down to a guy like Ennis Cantor if you even want anybody on this Portland team? So it's pretty difficult to want to pay 11K for Damian Lillard on this slate with CJ back on DraftKings. He's about a 10 percenter. You play him because he can do things that most people in the league can't, but it would be very difficult to call him like a good play today. FanDuel, it's different. He's 10-4 and you got a roster of two point guards. I think he should probably be in like 20 to 25% of your lineups. Um, Harry Giles is probable. I have no idea if he's going to play or work his way back in as the backup center or at least play some backup center. Uh, you would think he would, but who knows? So, Gives me a, I have a little bit of concern about Cantor, less so on FanDuel than I do on DraftKings. I just don't want to play 7K for, for Cantor now that Giles is back, even though Giles might not even see the floor. Only other guy that I have any real interest in uh, on FanDuel would be Robert Covington at 6K. That's mostly positional. He's only projected for 10% ownership. I think that you can get over that number in GPPs. And then Gary Trent, it's not fun. He's 5,300 on DraftKings. He's probably overpriced. He will still shoot and he is still seeing 30 minutes a game. 2% ownership in a 240 total. That's the kind of guy that I would want to get to in a large field GPP. He's not a guy you should have a ton of. You shouldn't be playing him in like low entry, single entry type stuff. But in the biggest contest you can get into, 100,000 type entries, getting to Gary Trent at 5,300 is probably a pay up to be contrarian spot. Guys, gals, you probably see the Osmo avatar all over the DFS leaderboards. I know you do because I see the tweets about it, and it's for good reason. If you rock our avatar on your DFS profile, you'll win a free month of Osmo Plus when you place within the top three of any GPP of our 5,000-plus entries. So head over to Osmo.com slash announcements slash avatar or simply Google search Osmo avatar. Pretty easy instructions on how to download the image and then you are off and running folks so you want to obviously uh, get involved in that speaking of getting involved all of you in the chat uh, dino uh, has looked up the new kids uh, box and says kaufman uh well, actually dino had said kaufman will be on antique roadshow before we know it mr bubbles said i'm seeing around 100 bucks online adam <laughs> for that box uh, el negro loco welcome to the in sync chat uh, the joy in Josh's face while discussing in sync. It's, it's cringeworthy. I disagree. Uh, Joshua says, uh, start a box break on that. Someone will pay five bucks for the Joey McIntyre. For real. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to search for graded new kids on the I can't. It, it just can't be a thing. I refuse to believe it. They what had a comic cards book? autographed. They have a comic book. Okay. Of value. I mean, I believe it exists. Uh, the Abby number, says Sex in the City if, is not embarrassing. The the first issue you can get for ten bucks. It was originally selling for a dollar twenty five. Amazing. Yo collectors, first hot issue. <laughs> Yo posse, it's number one with a bullet. With I think Joey McIntyre like riding a bullet. <laughs> <laughs> did did he have the uh, whatever those the what the hell are those hats called? You know, the, the, the one. So there is the, a hat levitating above his head. Yeah. I get it. I guarantee because I remember like he'd, he'd wear it when he was a kid. Like I remember the old music videos. It was the, the really like, it, it was short. It wasn't, it, it was like one of those, 
like mini top hats for lack of a better term. It was, yeah, you know, that's exactly it, it had, what I'm looking had, at right it now. Had the brim all the way around. Yes. Um, you know, like a top, but it was, you know, it was like this high as opposed to this high. I think I'm going to buy this for 10 bucks. How do you go wrong? Yeah. I mean, I, what'd you say? What, Jordan? What's that, Jordan? Uh, it's in the fedora landscape. I can't really tell from the drawing. He's just holding onto a bullet, which is really weird. Well, it's number one on the bullet. Bluegrass Jeff says, is this really happening? I love these guys. Uh, German says, uh, W German, if if a man can proudly wear a Celtic shirt after last night's debacle, anything goes. That's probably true. Joshua, me calling out sex in the city, way to throw your wife under the bus. She's not watching. Yeah. She doesn't even know I do this. (laughs) She just thinks I went downstairs. All right, I'll be back. <laughs> I wonder, he's always up in the in the office, just looking at his DVDs, looking at his new kids on the block cards. Yeah, I mean, just, <laughs> just putting them in a binder, just scrolling through. This is the best. Oh man, who's gonna trade my Jordan Knight? Oh, I'll find somebody. You got to get them Off graded, the man. Friend, when you're younger, uh, you make ask your parents because they can't tell them no. I don't know what that means. Am I misinterpreting that? Or is that, is that missing a word from Tom? No, I think, uh, I think they're just saying that, like, you seem to have the disposition that it's easier to ask a question for you and, like, not have your friend's parents, like, shut down whatever. Oh, like, yeah. You, no. You're the one that asked if you can go for ice cream because it seems like you'd be hard to say no to. Yeah, I, I was one of those guys, like, at the – just no no – hesitancy whatsoever like oh you want you need a wingman like yeah let's let's go up to those two right now oh, <laughs> can't uh, promise yeah. you you're gonna you know things are gonna go well for you but i won't hesitate to go over yeah i uh i was also that person i believe that <laughs> um <laughs> i had very little concern with whatever i was throwing myself into and i was usually wearing something stupid so that uh i would stand out and that usually worked pretty well my Justin yeah. Timberlake t-shirt was uh, like fishing with dynamite. Was it the, with the old, uh, like Greg Ehrenberg hair or, or it's, it's, cleaned yeah, up? it's the full, it's the full J- JT Jerry curl from top to bottom. Yeah. Love that. Love it's a, it's my favorite thing I've ever bought. Do you remember, you remember when Greg like really grew out his hair too? And it just, it just no. kept like exploding into this, this not this Jerry curl that wouldn't quit. It was, it was like on, a giant eraser. Yeah, it, it, like a Brillo pad. Yeah, yeah. it was unbelievable. Uh, Brian says, "I'll take your Jordan Knight card, and I will trade you my Donnie Wahlberg pillow." See, it, but it, but is it the uh, is it like the like the the human shaped pillow, like the body pillow, or is it an actual pillow with with him just his smiling face on life size body pillow of Donnie Wahlberg? Right. As, I bought as everybody obviously needs. I moved when I moved to North Carolina in 2009. I bought Hannah, Hannah Montana bed sheets. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the first things that my wife saw when I met her at that time. It, you know, we were just strangers, you and see? I had Hannah Montana bed sheets. And no part of her was like, ha, I should probably get out of this relationship immediately. Yeah, that was, we're married. That was what how Josh went around sucker. and told people he slept with Miley Cyrus. Yeah, my, my Hannah Montana bed sheets. Unbelievable. It's amazing. 
That was a very different person then. Point. A little crazy, though. All right, one more game, Charlotte and the Lakers. Yeah, we're still talking NBA on occasion. LaMelo Ball, Gordon Hayward, Terry Rozier, P.J. Washington, Cody Zeller. These are not only players on the Charlotte Hornets. They all have something in common, which is none of them really are in a great spot tonight here in this game. What do you think? Uh, again, this is going to come down to which site you're playing on. LaMelo Ball, 8,200 on FanDuel. I think because of the way the positions are set up today, he's going a bit under-owned. We only have him projected for 7% ownership right now. To me, that is like half of what it should be. So I would be pretty heavy on LaMelo in tournaments. Gordon Hayward, Hayward to me, more of a cash game play. He's projected for 20% ownership. That's exactly where I have him. And that's kind of it on FanDuel. These guys aren't priced all that well. Now that Devontae Graham's back, it's kind of murky. For the Hornets, at least from a FanDuel perspective. On DraftKings, I'm still in for ball, still under-owned. I'm in for Gordon Hayward. I actually would like to get over the field on Hayward on DK. I think Terry Rozier for 6,600 on DraftKings is viable. Uh, Contrarian play in large field GPPs, only projected for 3% ownership. I think you could do the same sort of thing for Devontae Graham at 4,200 if you think that he can see some sort of minutes bump. Only projected for 4% ownership. I've got him projected for 20 fantasy points, as does Alex. I think you could take a shot, maybe double the field, go from four to eight. I think that'll be all okay. I don't really see myself getting to much like PJ Washington or Cody Zeller, Miles Bridges, Malik Monk's just not seeing enough minutes right now. So I would have my focus mainly on LaMelo Ball and Gordon Hayward, but I think that you can get a little sneaky on DK with Rogier or Graham. Folks, when you join the Osmo Plus community, you join a community. And the tools, the projections, they're great. But along with that, you gain access, of course, to our premium Slack channel where you can talk strategy and other topics with fellow DFS players, participate in office hours, something created by this guy on the other side of your screen right here. Uh, And, uh, of course, our Osmo experts, he's right there, one of them. Stay up to date on the latest updates and projections from Alex Osmo Baker himself, a favorite feature for many of our subscribers and an added perk to the Osmo plus package and any of them at that matter so uh wrapping up final team the lakers i asked you right off the top of the show is it a lebron night you said it's not not a lebron night so yeah. how do you feel about him montrez harrell kyle kuzma some of the uh at least higher priced options here for this lakers team yeah so on DraftKings, i think he's going pretty aggressively over owned he's projected for 34 percent ownership and i don't really want to be there like i have him projected for 1.45 fantasy points per minute in my generic model, like unadjusted for, for pace and for matchup, whatever, he's a 1.45 fantasy point per minute guy. Over the last 30 days, he's a 1.45 fantasy point per minute guy. All three of those rates, last 30, my generic rates and my rates for today are all the same. So I, pre, I feel pretty comfortable saying that LeBron James is projected for 1.45 fantasy points per minute today. And if that's the case... I only have him showing up in the optimal lineup on DraftKings 10% of the time. That's one third of his ownership, more than one third of his ownership. So I'm a little apprehensive on DraftKings. On FanDuel, it's different. You have to roster two small forwards no matter what. He's projected for 40% ownership. I do think that's too high, but I would likely be in that 25 to like 35% range on LeBron. On DraftKings, though, I think that you can get to Montrez Harrell at 6,400. His minutes have been up, and he's been playing really well. 1.36 fantasy points per minute over the last 30 days. Uh, life has been pretty good to him with Marcus Saul out, so I'm no problem going back to Montrez Harrell. Dennis Schroeder is 6,200 on DraftKings, another guy that I'm happy to get to in like 15 to 20% of my lineups. And then the big one. He's been sort of essential the last two times the Lakers have played. Taylor Horton Tucker's 3,900. 
He's playing somewhere in like the 22 to 26 minute range, but as a value play, I like getting there. The problem is now he's actually getting ownership and that kind of scares me. He's projected for 19% ownership on DK. I actually think he's in the optimal 22% of the time. So I don't even mind going over that number. I'm more interested on DraftKings in Harrell, Schroeder, and THT. And I'm going to treat LeBron James, uh, I'm going to be a little apprehensive on DK. Okay. Well, if you have any questions on uh, the half dozen games tonight, get them in the final minutes that we're here with you. Let's move on over to uh, Odd Shopper here. Do not make a bet without shopping for the best odds first. Betting lines, they can change by the minute, folks. You know that. They can vary greatly depending on which book you are using as well, which is why it is important to use Osmo's Odd Shopper to find the very best line available on the game that you are betting on. Give you that edge. Obviously, you need to beat the house. So head on over to oddshopper.osmo.com where we compile the very best bets available for every single game and updated in real time over the course of the day. Sign up for free today, track your bets, and receive alerts when lines move. So you've got uh, point spreads, totals, money lines, all for the first quarter available to you right now. Player props, let's go there. I always like to go there. You shouted out Royce O'Neal earlier. His over-under, and the lone book that you can find this, but his over-under is 7.5 points. It's a low number, but if you like him enough, that's just four baskets. You don't even need that many if you hit some free throws. What do you think of Royce O'Neal at seven and a half? So I have him projected for 8.3. So it's not anything that I would go too crazy for, unless you got like, you know, plus money or something. You were a big Donovan Mitchell guy when we talked earlier. 28 and a half for him is the over-under across the books. What do you think? Wow, really? Yeah. Okay, so I thought that I had Donovan Mitchell over-projected today. So I have him, I'm two points ahead of Alex on Donovan Mitchell. So I just assumed that I was a little juiced. Yeah. Not the case based on that line. So I might even have more Donovan Mitchell as we go forward. I have him at 27.7. Hmm. Okay. Let's see. Who stands out here? Devin Booker, 26 and a half. What do you think of him? 27.1. Seems like I should set the lines for these books. How about Chris Paul? I talked about his inconsistency of late. Just 16 and a half in terms of points for him. 16.8. Hmm. Zion, 27 and a half. 27.8. Wow. I'm spot on today, baby. Dame, 31.5. Okay, so we're coming in on an under here. 29.7. And I was, you know, I'm not... I don't have a problem with Dame today. So that is an interesting number. Uh, one that I'll definitely take a look at as we move forward. Dame is the second highest projected uh, scorer today for me. How about Montrez Harold? You talked about him. You can get the over at 17 and a half, the under at 18 and a half, uh, just being the you know best <laughs> numbers available at the book, obviously. Depends where well, I'll, I can offer you 18.1 smack dab in the middle of both of those <laughs> how, numbers. How fitting, isn't it? Yeah. It only That's makes sense. Hilarious. One of my favorites, speaking of hilarious, and we'll, you know, at this point, I think we're done with basketball. So if people want to leave, feel free to go. Uh, we're, we'll pull a movie off the wall and, and wrap with that. But the, uh, what, one of my favorite things to do at the, you know, when I actually remember to do it when we're done with the show is, you know, let the show exist over the course of the day. And then if I remember, like, I don't know, early the next day or, or very late that night, I like to go back to the video on YouTube just to see what the comments say at the bottom. Yeah, me too. I, I do. I really enjoy it. Usually, so do I. usually they're pretty nice. Uh, and I 
I'm curious to see what the comments look like after this show and all of the <laughs> ridiculousness that came out of this one. Some tells me there's going to be some strong NKOTB chatter. I'm, I'm, I hope so. I'm here for it. All right. Be so fake background skeptics um, or real background skeptics, I guess. So as, all right. as norm, normally you just look behind me and you pick, but I want to show you, you have options. You could go that way. Okay. You could go that way. Okay. Let's, you, you got a couple more shelves, I guess, that are, or, or rows, whatever, that are out of your purview. But where, where do you want to go? Okay. So let's go three columns to the left of the new kids on the block box. Okay. So I'll, all right. Yep. All right. So we're one, two, three over. Yep. We'll do the first, the second shelf below the bobblehead. So one more down. Okay. And let's go in uh, three from the left. Three from the left. Okay. He got game. Oh, incredible. What a perfect, what a perfect pick for an NBA show. Can't Fantastic movie. Everyone should just go watch that right now. Can't beat it. No, that's, we, we just, we hit the mother load on that one. What do you think? Is, is that what the, uh, is that what the college recruitment tours are like? What Jesus Shuttlesworth went through with Rick Fox there? Probably a little bit then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe not so much now. Not after no. all that Louisville stuff. No, no, not so much. It should be, though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it looked like fun. I it love a, it. Uh, what a perfect a young, pick. Uh, what's her name? Help me out. Been a bunch of stuff. She was in the second Clerks movie. Rosario Dawson. That's who it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, Ned Beatty? <laughs> <laughs> nope. 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 <laughs> Jack says that was kind of amazing. Outstanding movie. El Negro Loco. Fire from Jordan. Jesus Shuttlesworth. Sir Dwayne Moody. I love that movie. I, I'm putting that on the list for this weekend. I need to rewatch it. It's a great movie. I watched it, uh, I don't know, at some point earlier in the pandemic when I was just, when there were no sports, so I was watching sports movies like every night. Yeah, I know. I, I even rewatched Fever Pitch, and that movie sucks. That movie's awful. That yeah. movie in my mind, and, and that's coming from a Red Sox fan. That movie does yeah. not exist in my mind. Yeah. 100%. 100%. I mean, that's a no-brainer. Not only do I have blue chips, I almost bought a Neon Boudot jersey. Ooh, that's a great idea. You wouldn't believe how many movie TV theme jerseys you can get on the cheap on. Oh yeah, I mean, not just eBay though. Like Amazon, go to yeah, Amazon. I've, I've had my eye on the the Fresh Prince basketball jersey. Yeah, for the Bel Air High. Yeah, I have it. Like fifteen bucks. Yeah, it's well worth it. It's ridiculous. I mean, they're like at the most you're paying like thirty thirty five bucks. For and and we're talking for like authentic, you know, stitched on, like it's yeah, not obviously like movie worn or something like that, but like real legit jersey, not just this iron on press. You know, God bless the invention of. I think it turned with like the. Uh, this goes back probably ten or fifteen years with the, you know, when the NBA started producing the swingman jerseys, and right? So they weren't authentic, but they weren't iron on. You had that sort of middle ground where they were like 80 bucks. I think then every, you know, manufacturer that made these movie TV jerseys just started taking that approach where it was like the ironed on looking stitched feel. And all of a sudden everything was super cheap, but looked and felt great. 
It's I had before I had any money, uh, getting the knockoff jerseys was very much in my wheelhouse. Now I just throw money at everything. There you go. That's that's what I like to hear. Yeah, Mighty yeah. Ducks jerseys says Abby Goldberg. I have uh, so I have two. Mi- we'll go on this. I have two Mighty Ducks jerseys. I've got uh, I've, I've got the uh, the Charlie Conway because you got to have sure. the Captain C man. You have to like you're gonna waste shout out to Pacey on- Witter, baby, Wilmington, North Carolina. Are you going to get yourself an Adam Banks jersey? I don't think so. You get yourself a Charlie Conway jersey. But then I do have a, uh, a, a I, I always thought it was Minnesota. I think it's actually Minnetonka or something like that. The uh, the Wave jersey, the Gordon Bombay jersey when he went and played. Yes, you know, but yes. Before he got hurt. Oh, so I, Another movie that just fantastic. Yeah. Truly fantastic. We, we could do this forever, but we won't because there are other things to tend to in, uh, in everybody's lives. But I will tell you what is coming up over the course of, uh, of this day on the Osmo channel. You have got, let's see, NHL strategy show in about four hours, three o'clock Eastern time with uh, Jake and Cliffy. And then you will have the tip off with it'll be Spags and Eric and Ben at uh, four o'clock and be a deeper dive with uh, Laffy coming on back, and you got uh, Adam for that, the bearded Adam at five o'clock, NBA Live Before Lock at six with uh, Ehrenberg, Tinderlake, uh, and uh, EMAC will be on for that one at eight, the MMA Strategy Show, Jason and Pete, and then 9 30, NBA uh, Late Slate, Sweat and Swap, as we call it, three gamer with uh, Spags and EMAC. So a lot coming up over the course of the day here. I like it. Good stuff, everybody. I'm now done talking about NBA for today, which makes me feel really good. Good luck, everybody. There you go. You'll probably still see him in a Slack channel or two. Thanks for being with mm, us. Thanks, not for ours. thanks to all of you for uh, for keeping this interesting. And uh, be kind in the comments, or even if you're not, I'm going to read them, and I'm going to be entertained. And I'm going to listen to some boy band music right meow. So we'll see you later. Later, guys.